0: Welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show, your headquarters for interesting and stimulating conversation with people who have been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt. And indeed, welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show. I'm Pete Peters. And
1: I'm Deborah Brown.
0: And uh, we're broadcasting on a bright sunny day here, bright sunny morning in Arizona. Uh, I think we 're going to get up to about seventy five degrees today. I know our guest is in in Southern California, and i 'm sure it's probably pretty nice over there if that rain is, has let up that they had going over the weekend so uh
1: um, <laughs> yeah we're pretty blessed to live in some nice nice weather
0: we are we're uh we're very pleased to be living where the sun shines almost all the time uh, It's a lot of fun uh it does get a little warm however in the in the uh summertime. Well, our guest today is Ada King. She's an actress, and uh, she is currently working on several projects, uh, some of which she can talk of and others of which she can't. So we're going to get into that with her. And in the meantime, to get us going, here's Deborah.
1: Well, I would love for you to say hello, Ada, and then I will ask you for what I call your two-minute movie. So say hi first. Uh, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Usually, you know what, that's funny. Usually Pete actually asks the person to say hello, and it's like, are we ever going to hear from Ada? We're just going to keep talking. <laughs> um, so what I'd like you to do is is what I call, uh, give us your two-minute movie, which is your whole life, laser beam style, going all the way back to as far you want to go, including all the people and things you'd like to include, and just give us your two-minute movie as a way of introduction. So... Here you are. You are the star. And that's going to be uh, probably appropriate
2: for you, isn't it? So go ahead. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Well, I'll start off first with my parents. My parents are from the Philippines, and they immigrated into Canada in the mid-60s, bringing over uh, my older sisters, two sisters and a brother. And they went straight to Toronto. And while in Toronto, my father, um, he worked as an electric uh, engineer, And my mother is a nurse. And uh, let's see, um, when I was uh, in Toronto, I I was brought up in the downtown area, in a very multicultural uh, part of downtown. Um, I had a huge interest in anything creative, so that included arts, fashion, and music. And uh, music uh, was the first opportunity that I had, so started off with piano singing and violin and uh let's see when I went into university I looked for the most creative aspect of the business program and that was marketing and so after graduating from uh Ryerson University with a marketing degree I went straight into advertising and uh continued on into marketing for other companies shortly after I moved to Vancouver from Toronto, and uh, continuing on with marketing background, later I tried, uh, dabbled in the travel industry, and interesting enough, that's what brings me here today to this uh, current situation or current opportunity. I won a trip to L.A., and uh, by chance, my husband and I, we had a friend that worked in L.A. in the entertainment industry. And he was actually going to meet us for uh, a quick coffee or a uh, quick drink. And it happened to be that he had a director and an actor that was going to accompany him. The director was curious to see who the company was that was uh, going to visit. He took uh, an interest in looking us up on the Internet, as people tend to do these days. He found a picture of myself on Facebook and uh sent a message to me saying that he had been looking for someone like me for the longest time and uh basically that's how I got discovered and that's where it that <laughs> that's what brings me here today.
1: That's just that's a wonderful story about being discovered um because you're using Facebook and I'm wondering how many people not not that I'm asking you this question, I'm just rhetorically wondering, how many people are discovered that way um you know, for for their face. I mean, it's your face that he was interested in. He was looking for that look, right?
2: Yes, definitely. Uh, it was obviously something that was set in his mind um, for some time. And you can only imagine how many headshots that he must have gone through. And I guess just when he saw that photo, it was something that clicked in his mind of what he had pictured this particular character to be. So it it was the right time at the right place, most definitely. And um, I'm grateful for definitely the opportunity. And and you're right, I believe that social media now has taken such an important um, play for for anything in the entertainment industry, most definitely. Uh, It's almost mandatory now for... Anyone that's in in the entertainment industry to have some type of social media presence. Well, I imagine you have to
1: have not only Facebook. I'm going to guess Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, are people still using MySpace for um, for entertainment purposes, or is MySpace from what kind I
2: understand, of? It, well, from what I understand, actually, it, it went down, and now there's a resurgence specifically for the music industry. Um, music, since right? Since I'm not. Yeah, so I understand that it's very important for bands and singers to have a presence on there. Um, I myself am not, so uh, that that wouldn't be my avenue. But from what I hear from musicians, that that's the place to be. Now, for Twitter, <laughs> are you are you hot on Twitter? I have a personal account on Twitter, uh, not a professional uh, presence there as of yet. So I'm still just. My regular uh, me, as I as <laughs> call it, on Twitter. So, so not a official account. It has been set up there as of yet, but I had been oh. on Twitter for quite some time. So I do follow <laughs> quite a few people. Your personal you.
1: Okay, I like that. Yes,
2: <laughs> just me. <laughs>
0: Ada, how how many people, or how often, I think maybe is a better way to phrase it. The uh, people get quote discovered rather than uh take headshots and and trailers or whatever out to agencies and uh and agents and so on and so on and so forth uh, what percentage of 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 each or what percentage of what would you say is the 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 way that most people are being uh hired or found nowadays
2: I couldn't um, tell you um, exactly the percentage, but it's interesting because I, I had been speaking to other actors here um, in the city, and they said while uh, we hear the fairy tale um, in general being discovered, it's common and yet uncommon compared to the, the percentage of the people that do come out here searching for that opportunity for that career, um, and yet it does happen all the time. Um, I'm, my guess would be uh and I'm just throwing it out there, uh, one out of a hundred perhaps, um, get that opportunity the way that I do. And and it's not just specifically for, for movies, but for um people that will have the opportunity for television and and um for on the internet. So uh, the it, it does happen. Frequently, but compared to the percentage of the amount of people that are here, then you can say I unfrequently, if that makes any sense. Well, you didn't even, co- you didn't
1: even, you weren't even discovered in, you had no intention of being an actress when you were discovered. Is that correct?
2: Yes, exactly. I, I was not coming here hoping for the opportunity to, to be in the industry. It was it was completely by accident, and um like everyone says, right time at the right place, and uh, but I definitely grabbed at the opportunity because of my existing background of always uh, having a huge interest in the arts and acting was something, uh, quite honestly, that I was interested in as a child. Um, but because of my ethnic background, as a child, I didn't think that was something that I should. Consider because I didn't see a lot of people that look like me on TV. Not nothing uh, um, of any negativity. I just felt that was a reality, and that's why I started to go into music.
0: Now it's interesting that you said people that look like me. Um, mm-hmm. That seemed that seemed to be a great theme this year with the with the Oscars about. Uh, seeing people that look like me, uh and it was mm-hmm. it was uh repeated in several different uh, areas at the Oscar uh, Oscar Awards this last weekend. Um and I think that's something that oh, how can I say this and, and be decent about it. it it's it's mm-hmm. well it's it's something it's something that has, has been a long time coming, hasn't it, as far as diversity.
2: I would imagine so because when when you consider um that uh Television movies et cetera that um the audience is what you know who um is, is um looking to see the reflection basically of who the audience is and and when it's not reflected after a while like you said it's a it's a long time coming and you're just hoping that there's somebody there representing you as well when when you're watching t v and and basically it's a feeling of being left out. In that sense, so it's it's funny, and I tell these people um I tell people all the time when I was little I don't watch cartoons. I would think any of the cartoon females with black hair. I thought that that was a reflection of me, <laughs> so sure. we're talking. Uh, Wonder Woman, Betty Rubble, <laughs> anyone with black hair. I thought, oh, they they must be like a an Asian background, Canadian American person because they have the same accent as me. That's what I thought as a child. <laughs> sure. And sure. so, it, yeah, it's nice to see someone that that is probably a version of yourself in some way in in the media on in, in the stories that that people tell on TV or on the movies. So who do you think is doing the better
1: job of diversity um, and spreading it around to make sure that the audience feels like they are being reflected? Do you think it's better in television? Do you think it's better in movies? Do you not have an opinion, which is fine, because I probably have one?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say uh, uh, the right now it you know it is really tough it seems that that the avenues that are capable of taking more chances are the ones that are doing a better job i guess of what is current um and it, it appears to me that um a lot of the like the the internet sites the, the internet media seems to be um more willing to take the chance to show basically um all types of backgrounds all all types of even from other countries, movies from other countries, so uh, you could search it out a little bit easier on the internet um if you're looking for a variety a wider variety, I guess you can say and and uh, and it looks like that there is more opportunity though these days for for women on television, which is great, and um I do believe that um people are looking for variety um, in the movies, and I believe that they are stepping up to the plate for that as well. So everyone is is progressing, it appears
1: to me. I think you're right about uh, putting it in terms of taking more chances. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're a big studio and you decide to put out a a movie for a segment of the the, uh, population that is not Mm -hmm. the one that's going to Make them a blockbuster, you know, uh, haul at the box office. Then yeah. they've taken a chance on something that did not make sense. However, doing something on what we were talking about um, in in our green room, so to speak, when we were talking mm-hmm. about the other ways of distributing movies, which is Amazon and Netflix and YouTube and so forth, um, <clears throat> you can take a chance because the the cost to produce the the um, the
2: movie is so much. Potentially, so much less, right? Yes, there's less of a gamble, less of, uh, um, I guess you could say, the investors' um, um, financial, you know, um, gamble. I guess uh, we're going to use that word that they have to worry about. You, you they have more, much more of a freedom to do what they want, and and like you said, take the chance to see what will fit or what people will like. And it's definitely reflecting on the internet avenues of distribution. Even on YouTube. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, even on YouTube, uh, you have uh, all these individuals that are putting out material, and, and then people taking notice of all the millions of views that they are collecting. So they're also taking note from people out there that are creating their own material. And realizing that there are so many different ways of uh, creativity and diversity and, and such that will still attract an audience, probably not something that they predicted, but now they realize, oh, it can be done.
1: Right. And using um, like the recent, I think it was either the People's Choice Awards or the Golden Globes, where one of the winners was the um, that that Amazon program about the transgender man that um i can't think of his name or the name of the show i know, but, uh, <laughs> I know which one con- you're talking about i know exactly me. i mean i can see his, his face you know he's he's even got <laughs> yes. a um a commercial on tv right now about um hummus i but anyway it's it's an amazing mm-hmm. looking program and um mm-hmm. talk about um like you said a reflection of of an audience and feeling like you're being left out that's another community that probably thankful for uh, some programming that makes sense for them. Well, this is an interesting way to look at it. Now, let me ask you this. What would be your favorite kind of movie to
2: be in? Oh, well, I do love action and thriller movies. (laughs) Ever since I was a kid, I was always itching and itching in my seat every time I would do something of of action especially for females so I always imagine I can do that I can be that that action superhero I can fly around (laughs) it's always been my favorite genre the the mix of action and, and thriller just just to just to have that chance, that fantasy of being that spy or that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> character. So, those are the ones that I enjoy. So I would imagine those would be the ones that I would love love to be a part of, most definitely.
0: Now, that, keeping that in mind, uh, it would mm-hmm. it be the case that you would be able to do some of your own stunts in some of those movies.
2: Um, I am not a martial arts champion, but I would definitely be capable of doing a, a limited amount. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah. I, I would uh, have some. I, I used to long, long time ago. I I did do uh, a few, a few uh, years in uh, of um, casual. I would say casual training of of uh, arnis. It's a uh, um, Filipino-based martial arts, and so I did do a, a little bit of that one in my teen years. So I'm, I'm definitely not a an expert at this point in time, but uh, I would be most willing to, to take on as much of the stunts that I could.
1: Well, Deborah's got a black. I belt.
2: knew you were going to say Deborah's got a black no, belt. No, I have a white belt. Oh,
1: she's <laughs> got a black. Oh, belt. there you go. I'm at your level. She's, I'm at the white belt. <laughs> well, she's she's
0: got a, Ada, She's got a black belt and a red belt and a brown no, belt and a green belt. She's got a she's got a belt for every wardrobe piece that she has. So <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I I love
1: what you called it, casual training. I did yes. a couple of um, I did a couple of lessons of karate, and oh my God, I am like oh danger danger. I have no um I ca- I have no sense of my own body. I mean, I lift my leg and fall down, you know. So it's like, okay, this is not oh, working no. out.
2: <laughs> so just yes. so whatever you there, I'm not too crazy about the the run and tumble because <coughs> you have to. <laughs>
1: yeah. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, my voice just left the building. <coughs> oh. <coughs> when when you're
0: when you're uh uh looking for roles uh is, is there are there any particular roles uh, you mentioned the action the adventure type roles but are there any other particular types of roles that you are seem to be automatically considered for uh possibly because of uh of your look and 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 so on or uh, uh are you are you being are you being pigeonholed in some way let's put it that way
2: um that's a good question it's at the at this point in time, the so far it has been diverse, which I am grateful. So, um, the it's it's interesting. I have been given the opportunity a couple of times to be some. Um, I wouldn't say. Uh, I, I guess you could say royalty, uh, some kind of royalty role <laughs> as a queen, or or yeah, basically it's been a queen. I've been considered a few times for a, a queen type of role, and I'm not sure what it is about me that that uh, people feel that that I look like um, <laughs> royalty in some way. But I have been given that. Um, given those considerations a couple of times. But um, obviously the roles are Asian-based. So um, for me, uh, I'm fortunate because I can look like different type of ethnicities. Um, but, no, I haven't been given just one type of role, for example, just the girlfriend or just the wife. or Not that that is a jest, but I mean singularly just, uh, a, a, a girlfriend role or a wife role or anything. It's, it has been quite diverse, so I, I'm grateful for um, being considered in different types of situations. Well, it's, the the it's, queen it's, one has come up a couple of times, which I thought that was it's interesting. Be, it's because... <laughs>
0: It's because you wear the crown so well. Uh, <laughs> it, it says here in the interesting fact section of what they sent us that you speak French, Spanish, and Tagalog. Tagalog. Uh, Tagalog. I'm sorry, uh, fluently, <laughs> yeah. and of course English. So uh, now, do you does that open does that open you up for foreign production?
2: Definitely. Uh, I I hope that they will consider me, and and I have. Um, been told that uh I am being considered for uh, a couple of um uh, roles for um something in French and definitely something in Tagalog from the Philippines so I'm I'm really happy to to be able to to show some versatility there French it comes obviously from my Canadian background something we learned in school but I also went on to um further my studies in university and the Tagalog was uh, learned from what I call osmosis, (laughs) and that Mm -hmm. was basically listening to my parents' speaking it. Um, They actually wanted the children to to speak English first, obviously my older sisters and brothers, so they can um, immerse themselves into the Canadian culture. So we did grow up in an English-speaking household. However, when my parents spoke to one another, it was in Tagalog, and that's funny enough, that is how I learned. It's it's interesting how children can learn just from listening. My parents actually had no idea that I I grew up and understood what they were speaking about to this day. They're amazed that I was able to learn just from listening to them. But yes, definitely, I, I kind of diverted, but yes, I, I'm definitely open now. Uh, it, it does give me an opportunity for, for other roles in different countries. Well, would you indulge me and correct
1: my pronunciation, because I'm going to say something in Tagalog, and I I know it's not right, but you may know what I'm saying. That's Okay. And um, it's Magandangavi Sakanilan Lahat.
2: Oh, wow. You said good day to everyone.
1: <laughs> yes. So did I say that's, any that's of those very words good. correctly? Oh, okay, good. Yes, well, you I did. Actually... That was
2: wonderful. <laughs> all right. Now,
1: I don't know why I still remember that after all these years. Um, I, I really don't know because um, I, it's, it's really kind of impossible. But I was actually born in the Philippines. <laughs> Wow. And uh, I was only yeah, I was there for 1 year. That's great. Oh. And my father was in the military. Um oh. the whole first year of my life I wore um basically a diaper and maybe a t-shirt, but probably not, uh because of the tropical that's all weather. You would it was need. Just, that's right. <laughs> and when we apparently when we got on the ship to come home to the United States, um mm-hmm. my parents did not think it through very well about <laughs> fact that I was going to be cold because um uh, as we started getting God. closer and closer to uh, the United States the weather of course was not tropical not the
2: same <laughs> and apparently <No. laughs> I was
1: quite um quite the um the little uh <laughs> Sorry, child. And so there were people on the ship finding other outfits to give my parents to give me because I was getting cold. But the point oh is, on the Okay, well, so if I were to say that to someone, they would know what I said, which you did. That's awesome.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. That was perfect. And and you know, uh, like I mentioned, it's amazing what you can learn as a child without you know it, it, it being uh, intentional. And I think that's probably why you say it so well. Maybe there's <coughs> well, there some was a ingrained learning. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was
1: apparently a woman named Nancy, who um, took care of me with my mother. My father worked all the time, and uh, mm-hmm. Nancy was. Um, I don't know if she was, uh, if they called it, called her a house girl or. A, mm-hmm. I don't know what they.
2: A helper. I don't Sometimes know what they say. Helper, helper some
1: kind. Helper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh huh. Okay. Because it wasn't a maid. She wasn't a maid. Mm-hmm. It was not. My parents were not uh, able to afford a maid. But anyway, they had Nancy, and um, yeah, there was. I would love to know what happened to her and all that stuff. But if I'm 61 at this point, she's probably in her 80s. I'm guessing. So yeah, we can't you can put out a Facebook there. post. We yeah, are not going to be able to put out a there. Facebook post. Could you please go and ask for all the women named Nancy to show up next time you go to the Philippines? <laughs>
2: Oh yeah! If you know if any nicknames, that would yeah. probably be better.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. They usually
2: go by their nicknames too. That makes it even trickier.
1: <laughs> um, I would also you never like know.
2: Say,
1: I know you don't. You really don't. This may be the you know that there may be somebody listening right now that goes, "Oh my God, that's my that's my aunt." Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, my um, my thinking about shows that you would be amazing in. By the way. Hawaii Five O is one of my favorite shows. That I watch all the time yes. on channel. Um, doesn't matter what channel it is. And then the other one a is a great State show. Of, it's awesome. And State of Affairs. And the reason I say that is because um, the characters are always going various places abroad, and mm-hmm. um, they will put um, subtitles. So you could actually be speaking either French or Tagalog or whatever they want you to speak, and then have yeah. the subtitles, even though you don't need the subtitles, you can speak English, but they don't do that. They actually sure. have you you know, speak in the language of the country. I think those would be yeah. wonderful roles for you. I'm going to recommend that.
2: Thank you. I <laughs> would definitely love anything like that. That sounds great. <laughs> I, I love the opportunity to speak the different languages. I, I think that has a little bit to do with my upbringing in, in such a multicultural um, school or, or in, a neighborhood. I was so used to listening to different accents and, and so many different languages that that. Um, I think that gave me a little bit of an ability to, to blend into the different languages a, a lot easier that way. And, and, yes, when I watch movies that where they include different languages, I find that always fascinating.
1: <laughs> Before we get off this language thing, um, tell me again it what Magandangabi Sakani Lalahat means. It
2: means beautiful, a great day to everyone.
1: Great day to everyone. Okay, thank you. Yeah. See, I, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good thing. I you you learned something say. good How about that. <laughs> At least they didn't hey, do something have bad she could to tell you.
0: Yeah, she could have been telling people to go to hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm
2: thinking I'm glad they told, told her something positive. <laughs> Otherwise, well, I, I can I'm, tell you, but not on the air. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Well I'm much I'm much the same in as much as I I come from a Scandinavian family and uh the 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 elders my parents and I, uh aunts and uncles uh uh and so on would and my grandparents whenever the kids were around myself and my sister were around and they were talking about some subject that they didn't want us to know about they would speak in Finn <laughs> Uh, in in <laughs> Finnish and so uh, I would kind of sit, sit around the corner listening to what they were saying and mm-hmm. I, I I could tell what they were saying but not a strict translation and I can still remember to this day that they would say something called Poika, uh, ka, bykas, uh, in other words oh. uh, there, there's a kid that the boys around the corner listening with his big rabbit ears <laughs>
1: I used to tease his mother by saying Bopo and I would say um, Halskoliolova, and... Onalisa Otavalta. Yeah, Onalisa Otavalta. And then I would say, and those are Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in Finn. And then I would also say... Whatever she would say, I'd say, what does that mean? You dropped your umbrella? And she would absolutely laugh her head off because it never was that. (laughs) So so, I actually love language. I love language. I think that's why we've taken so long on this part of the uh, conversation. Thank you for that. Um, Now I want to ask you, going back to movies, and that is, Mm -hmm. who is your favorite actress?
2: Uh, You know, um, Kate Blanchett, I I have to say. I love her versatility. It's just uh, everything that she does, like they say, she she is the current Meryl Streep. I I don't know whatever they want to say, but Kate Blanchett has always grabbed my attention because she can definitely transform herself, like Meryl Streep, into the different ethnicities that they have given her as well. It's it's amazing, and you know I always keep forgetting that she's Australian <laughs> every time she does right. something. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, it's was- astounding. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she is astounding. There was a 60 minutes uh special where she was um she was the the subject and wow, she is quite quite remarkable. Quite remarkable. Yeah. And you're right, she is Australian. That's, yeah. And now what is your favorite movie? What's your favorite
2: movie? That's tough. Um the, the there's been quite a few um what one that stands out in my mind is a, actually an Italian movie. It's called Cinema Paradiso. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it is an Italian man reflecting his childhood when he grew up in his small town in Italy. Um, his current situation is that he, he's wealthy. He he's, he's, uh, It doesn't tell you what city he's in, but he's in a big city, fancy apartment, fancy condo. But he reflects back to the day when he was a child growing up in a small town in Italy and basically falling in love with movies um through a small local theater and the um the person that ran the theater was basically like a second father to him and and it's very nostalgic uh, i'm not european but it felt like european watching this movie <laughs> and it was just the characters that you know how, of how he he this man had grown up things that he regretted in life could not change to this point in time it 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 just it goes from sad to, you know, funny, all ranges of emotion. And, and every time the music really touches me, every time I hear just a couple of notes, I'll know right away that's from that movie. I went, oh, cinema series, right away. Oh. But that has to be, the, because there a, a range of emotion in that movie that I get, that it's just, to this day, it's definitely one of my most favorite. I've got one here you for you. If you have to see uh, it, if
1: you haven't seen it, <laughs> I'm yeah. writing it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> it, it,
0: given your given your choice of a leading man, who would it be?
1: Oh, good question.
2: Oh my goodness, that's tough. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. I, I I can't possibly pick one.
1: <laughs> All right, pick she two. Would. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um. You know, it's funny. Uh, Gee, what? How, how could I pick one? All well, right, pick, that pick is
0: several. It. Pick pick several because pick your husband's several. one. Your husband's yeah. the one, but <laughs> yeah. but pick
2: but pick oh, you know I pick know. three or
0: four if you want. Oh,
2: <laughs> uh, uh, you know, um, I I'm a fan of Paul Giamatti, <laughs> and and just he can do drama. He can do comedy. That that's one person that I just. I think he's a great great actor. Um of course Matthew McConaughey, but he's just everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere. He his his uh range is out there too. Um wow, there's there's so many. Uh I I, I can't I can't pick just um two. There I that's just um well, it put me on a the spot there. Um I'm just trying well, to think. Go, uh, go back names. to the first guy. <laughs> Go back to the first guy, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Was Giam- pa- Paul Giamatti. Who is that? Who is that? He. Um. You, you, if you see him, you'll you'll say, "Oh, that guy." He is always he. Right now, he hasn't played too many lead roles. He he did have a, a miniseries, uh, and based on American history, and and it was on. Uh, I believe it was History Channel. Um, and it was back in the days of uh, just prior to um, independence of America. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, he's been in Lincoln as one of the uh, one of the um, the lead characters. You would see his face, and you would back. He's a what. chameleon look, yeah. as well. He's a chameleon. I will look um, him up. Yeah, I will look yeah. him up. So. Because I don't um, know but who that Matthew is. Oh, oh you, yeah. Trust me, as soon as you see that face, you'll like, that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy, and he is good. Uh, every time cool. I hear about him, uh, Gary Oldman, oh, my goodness, there's so many.
1: <laughs> what woman so would many. you like to play? I like
2: um, Bradley Cooper. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of him. Yeah.
0: yeah. What woman would you what woman would you like to play opposite uh uh as a counterpart in the movie?
1: What
2: type of character? Do
1: no, no, no. Or? What what
0: actress? What actress?
1: What actress would yeah. you like to play um in the
2: same movie with? Oh, well, Kate Blanchett is definitely my favorite. Um she, she's mm-hmm. up right. there. Right. Um I I I can't even for me, she she is my Meryl Streep, I guess you could say. Uh I I cannot say enough of how much i'm a fan of this this woman just the way she can like i said blend into everything is just astounding and uh i'm so happy to see her in everything that she is in so how does it work um
1: now you're a new actress right we we can establish that you're a new actress and does that mean you have some credits at this point you've done some movies or tv
2: not as of yet. Um, I do have projects that are coming up right around the corner. So I do have a couple of independent movies that are coming, and um, an HBO pilot that I will also be involved in. Oh, okay. And now, mm-hmm. how does this work? Do you get
1: a script? I mean, because all mm-hmm. I've ever known is, is is how it's portrayed on a on a TV show or a movie. You know, do you get a script? Yeah do you have to read for it um do you, do they shoot a uh what do you call it a um a screen test i mean how does this work
2: it it uh, depends on the project uh, it has varied and it has included everything that you just mentioned um some in some situations as you as you said i do a, a couple of screen tests so i am reading um or i could say i have memorized a particular monologue that they wanted to hear and to see me perform. Um, And, uh, yes, auditions as well. It it, it all depends on the project and and how they have... um, uh, It it has gone through my manager, so my manager does approve which roles that they will consider first um, according to my best interests. uh, And um, (coughs) the... Every Everyone approaches it differently, quite honestly. So uh, as you mentioned, everything, it, it, it involves all of those, and uh, each project will require one of the above. <laughs> right. So you're correct in all of, those, all of those suggestions. Well,
1: it's very cool. I have a friend who is uh, what she refers to herself as a working actress. She mm-hmm. has been for um, 20, oh gosh, 22 or 23 years. Uh, her name is Tina Lifford. Um, she was in a movie with Clint Eastwood um, many years ago, and I I'm, she's going to kill me if I can't think of the name of the movie, Wet Work or something like that. She played a policewoman in it with Clint Eastwood. Uh, she just wrapped um, um, with the cast of Parenthood. So she was a recurring role in Parenthood. Uh, She's an African-American woman, so she probably has some of the same kinds of circumstances that that you do, you know, waiting for the right roles to come along because of the look.
2: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: But she has kept herself in movies and TV for over 20 years as a working actress. Does that sound like something that's what you're
2: trying to do, or that would be good for you, or...? That would be wonderful. Uh, I definitely would love that to be my situation, or my experience. Right now, I am happy with any opportunity that I get, um, and I will see where it definitely takes me. I'm I'm going to try to go as long as I can, most definitely. Uh, But like I I had mentioned to people, I am just grateful to be uh, given an opportunity at all because mm-hmm. I, I do understand how hard it is. I do understand how long people have been trying. And for me to have this opportunity, I definitely will not take it for granted. And um, anything that comes along my way is, is definitely a blessing. And and uh, I will try my best to, to keep it going for as long as it does. Right, right. I forgot to mention yeah. she
1: also, I believe, um, will be doing some um, appearances in Scandal. So I think wow, it's yeah, great. I think it's really fun to meet people um who have this this talent and uh you're not afraid, clearly, to put yourself out mm-hmm. there and you know, it would seem like you'd have to have a good sense of self in order to put yourself in the situation where you've got auditions or screen tests and then you don't get the work you know and just keep going and going and going until you do you know so you've got to really have i would say a good support network would be a good thing what else would help yes. somebody you know get through those kinds of what i would call disappointments if you don't get what you want what you're going for
2: yes most definitely it's very easy to, to take it personally the the type of uh rejection that happens in this industry um but you definitely need a good Sense of yourself, as you mentioned, a good center within yourself, because a lot of people do take it too hard when when they had their heart on something or um, they were hoping for a, a particular opportunity to come their way, and when it doesn't, they they may take it much too personally. I am fortunate because I did have some background in advertising. So I do understand um that it, it it isn't personal at all. They they are just looking for something in particular at that moment or that day. So you you just never know what that person is feeling that day or, or what has just um inspired them at that moment. So you could everyone could be very well capable of doing that particular role, but it just could be that day that person's feeling a certain way, and this is it's going to be that other person that they choose so it it really is important to to have that sense of of center that that sense of self worth and not to take the um the passing over i guess you could say I don't like to say rejection that sounds so hard, but the passing over um so personally and and definitely you need a good Support system of friends and family. In the end, that's who you have. <laughs> so it's definitely um, you need that foundation in, to continue in in this industry. From what I observe, most definitely.
1: Right.
0: Well, as is 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 quite often the case when Deborah and I do these shows together, uh, I'll make a note that I want to ask you a question about something, and she'll or I will. Uh, get to that question first and I had written down the term working actor uh, yeah. <laughs> that's when she asked uh, <laughs> about a working actress. So that's uh, your rejection
1: yeah. in that's, passing that's over.
0: My, that's my rejection <laughs> uh, yeah uh, but t- talk to me a little bit about being an extra. What does being an extra act- actually mean? It's, uh, and, and does that qualify as a working actor or actress or is an extra something else? Um
2: uh, you know, it also depends on, on the role of the extra. Sometimes an extra could be just being involved in a crowd, literally a crowd in an audience where you're watching a concert. Or sometimes an extra, you're sitting in the restaurant next to, to the lead actors and, and um Walking by, or, or um, you know, having a conversation, silent conversation behind them. Uh, so it really does depend. Uh, even in that role as well, it could be where you are um, having the opportunity to do what I would call silent acting, where you are pretending to be in that particular situation, and it's quite up close because you're you're next to the the lead actors um versus being in a gigantic crowd of thousands um in in a stadium or or in a concert um where it's mainly your opportunity to observe <laughs> at that point in time so you, you you get basically it is a chance to to um uh, to observe how how things are organized how how things are run and uh i think every opportunity is a learning opportunity no matter what it might be that you don't
1: have to have a SAG card to be an extra mm-hmm. in a in a big crowd scene. I don't know, but um, <clears throat> I know that what you're doing, everything you've got to have that Screen Actors Guild yes. designation, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, as as a member of the Screen Actors Guild, did you vote on the uh, Oscar winners?
2: Uh no uh there is a uh, there is a um it's that the academy members that that vote on the Oscar winners it's the SAG okay. awards and and there's a committee that actually nominates for the SAG awards um a, a particular committee in the SAG union that that nominates for um but not for the academy awards they, that's a separate um So the
0: SAG awards sort of, are different than from the the, from the, the academy Oscars Award. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, did you go to the Academy Awards?
2: Yes, we did. And it was uh, a lot of uh, – it was definitely an experience. It was our first time, and we had a wonderful time watching. It's it's long to sit in your seat for <laughs> for that period of time. That's definitely something that, that you want to get up and stretch in between. Um but yes we did have an opportunity to watch which was was a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun Lo- loving the fashion. That is a, a super bowl of uh of acting in LA to watch the Oscars and and also it's uh, it's also super bowl for fashion <laughs> for yeah, female sure. formal dresses that's for sure. <laughs>
0: Now does does everybody walk the red carpet to get in there to say is that the only way in or are there others that don't don't walk the carpet they just go in
2: There's there's um different avenues uh the red carpet is mainly for presenters and the nominees and then there's um different side areas of the red carpets for those that are not nominated and then there are uh, there is another entrance for employees and, um, the seat fillers. So okay. there are different ways of getting it. Oh,
0: uh, okay. But, right. Yeah. So you had a, 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 nice time at the Oscars. Did you go to the after parties?
2: We went to a party at the Beverly Hills Hilton, and it was called Night of a Hundred Stars. And we were grateful to go there because there was an actual meal. Because after uh, so many hours, definitely get an appetite. <laughs> so we were happy for the great meal that they provided there, and uh, it was nice to. To mingle about again with the dresses for you know a lot of people that appreciate the fashion it was so much fun to see everyone all dolled up and uh, having a good time and and it was it's a it's a nice crowd it's not too rowdy so it's great for conversation and meeting up with people and learning um, learning it's the interesting enough there were a lot of people from different countries there as well. So I, I suppose it was a great networking opportunity, which is why they came. That's cool.
0: The, uh, yeah, uh, fun. There's there was information that uh, about the swag bags that these things are loaded with all kinds of goodies, uh, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. And hundred and fifty
2: thousand, yes, and that's for the that would be for the the i imagine the nominees and and the uh the winners and presenters definitely a limited number <laughs> 160000 160 dollars <000. laughs>
0: in each bag of 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 yes gifts?
2: yes wow. the, the value yes. Well, you imagine uh, that uh, they have week-long vacations in that that swag bag, a coupon or some certificate for a week-long vacation and such. So, so it's not that would add it's up. not a, it's not a Groupon. <coughs> no, <coughs> it's no, not Groupon. it's not a Groupon. <laughs> a Groupon. But you know, they still have to claim that for their taxes, so it's not free either in in that sense. <laughs> hmm
1: That's
0: right. what, what amazes me is that. What amazes me is undoubtedly the people that are getting those swag bags worth one hundred and sixty thousand dollars are probably the people that least need it. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, but it, they're making so much them, money in the business.
2: True, well, it's true. I believe though that some do donate them to charity and and uh, or or divvy it up to people. That most people that I know, they do give away um, the items to to other people that they know that do need it from what i understand <laughs> well that i've mean, had, had would, that type of opportunity <laughs> <laughs> it
0: would it would make, it would make sense because that way that i probably that i would i'm guessing that would cover the tax liability uh yeah. if, if, <laughs> That's if, right. well if you do if you donated it to a charity a charitable organization mm-hmm. uh and then they could use it for their own fundraising uh if somebody had a uh A two week a a two week vacation to Bali or whatever you know and uh, Mm -hmm. they can donate that to an organization that can auction that off. uh, At that point, I mean, so they've made the donation, they've cleared their li possibly cleared their liability. I don't know that for sure because I'm not a tax guy, but uh, it just makes sense that there there'd be ways that you could you could relieve yourself of that responsibility possibly by some some wise. Some wise dis uh, wise distribution of your of your booty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah I, I i would I would imagine that that a number of them do that. I have seen them on eBay now and then, where they would auction off portions or or you know the the whole swag bag. Uh, not the one hundred sixty thousand dollar kind, though. I've not yet to see that because I would be so curious to see what's inside it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But, yes, I I have
0: seen them do that. I know they live there wherever I saw it. I don't even know where I saw it on TV, some news show. And they were talking about the swag bags very briefly, and they said there was a, I think they used it, a $160,000 figure, and they said that there was a vacation here and a vacation there and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. hell, there may have been a Rolls-Royce in there, too. Who knows, you know, but... uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing. But I, I like I do understand the the um marketing aspect of it because for that sure. vacation place if they have that particular celebrity coming to their hotel that definitely pays for the the free gift where they have this advertising oh, this so and so came to our place for a week and People don't know that they had that one for free, so it's great advertising for them if they can get out of that. So I can see how it went they win in that uh, in that way for for giving them those week vacations.
0: <laughs> but, uh, Deborah didn't we know somebody that published uh, that wrote a book yeah. and had a book that was put into one of the swag bags somewhere?
1: <laughs> yes, it was a self help book, and uh, the book went into the Grammy swag bags. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep, the book is called nice. Everything. Everything. I uh, gosh, it's called I All I want is everything. All I want is yep, everything. Yep. Yeah. It's called <laughs> All I Want Is Everything. So it's actually a perfect, oh uh, probably perfect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <I> was,
1: <laughs> that's another example. When you all were finished, I was going to mention that my friend did that. So yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'm aware of that as well. My last question for you, and before I ask it, is I want to say you have a very good attitude um, when you're talking about that sense of self and, you know, the support network and all that stuff. It sounds really good to me and solid. So congratulations to you and your family for that, you know, being the way you are. And I like that that that's how you are. Um, But I was wondering if you would like to be in a social message kind of movie. In other words, would there be a... Uh, some kind of theme that if somebody says oh, we're doing a movie and, and we need someone like you and is there is there some kind of social message that you would like to uh, be a part of or is that something that's not really not in keeping with who you are I don't
2: have like? an, um um I, I don't have a problem I, I don't have a problem with if, if something does have a message um. I don't have one particular cause if if that's what you mean. Yeah. Um for me it's all about um being positive um having for for women in particular I will say for for them to have confidence um to, in themselves in in and um taking direction of of what they want to do. Um so if if anything it would be basically the message of uh, having inner strength and, and confidence and, and giving yourself the opportunity, not letting yourself hold back or feel that you, you can't or you that you will be held back in any way and just going for what it is that you would like to do. <laughs> kind of like, uh, kind of like
1: Cate Blanchett.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> back to her. There you go. Back to there her. There you go. All right.
2: It, it, it's all about positivity for everyone, not not just women for 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 men, women of all backgrounds. Just to just to to basically don't let yourself hold back and and what you want to do and and know that everyone has an opportunity.
0: That's
1: right. Well, Ada, I
2: yeah. want to
0: thank you for being our guest today for this uh, for this hour. I, I must I must admit, when uh, when it, when we learned that we were going to be speaking to an actress, uh, I thought to myself, Well, I wonder what this story is going to bring because I mean, there's there are so there are so many uh, actors and actresses that uh, they, they they just somehow just don't seem to have it together. They don't have a clue as to what they really want to do or or what they're all about themselves, and I think that probably gets them in some trouble. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. you are very much uh, a, a breath of fresh air, and I really wish you all the all the best you can possibly get out of your career. And uh, I think uh, I think it'd be it'll be a lot of fun to f- to follow you and make sure that we're on your list. Uh, yeah. with the, we
1: knew you when we're yeah, to be yeah. able to say we <laughs> knew you. her when. So
0: when you're up there making when you're making your speech off the stage about women's rights and equal pay, uh, we knew you win.
1: Yeah, you could say. I remember I was on a, a radio show called The Boomer and the Babe Show, and I just want to do a shout out to them.
2: That would be nice. Thank you. That's very kind. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I will thank forget.
1: <laughs> Thank you very
0: much. It's been a real joy to have you as a, as a guest.
1: You really have. Thank you so much.
2: It's been great. Take care now. You too.
0: Well, that was fun. Um, very fun. I, like I said, I, I didn't know what to expect. How many times have we interviewed an actress? Uh, twice. Twice.
1: Tina Lippert is Cena, the other one.
0: Tina Lifford the other one, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's and, great. And, 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 uh, yeah, and, yeah, I like it.
0: They both have it together.
1: Oh well, and I just love movies anyway. So movies and good shows on TV, like like, like I said, Hawaii Five-O and and uh, Scandal and um, State of Affairs.
0: I like to watch Swamp People.
1: Oh Lord, have mercy,
0: Alligator Hunters. All right, we're gonna ra- we're gonna wrap it up. And uh, we'll be back again on Friday with another guest. Hopefully uh, you'll, it'll be as as compelling a guest as we had today. And we want to thank everybody for listening. And we will be back on Friday. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Take care now. You've been listening to The Boomer and the Babe Show with hosts Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. The Boomer and the Babe Show is broadcast live on Tuesdays and Fridays for a schedule of these shows and other shows produced by the Boomer and the Babe Radio Network go to boomerandthebabe.com